0: Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast about getting things done in the best way that we possibly can, and trying to feel the best way that we can about that. Uh, I'm Scotty Jackson. With me, as always, the wonderful and talented Rosemary Orchard. Rosemary, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm here. I'm excited. We we've got an episode lined up, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: This is an interesting one. I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi everyone. If you're new, uh, welcome. You can find our entire podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com. If you'd like, you don't have to, but if you'd like, you can also support us to get a bonus episode every month on our Unnested feed, and that's at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. Uh, But for today, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about how we put together lists of the things that we need to handle and do, and some of the best approaches we take in terms of like building and navigating those a little bit. I mean, we've talked in the last few episodes about crisis management and new chapters and old chapters. And I thought, through all of this, what are the ways that we bring like kind of the best content out of our like stack of commitments and inventory of stuff to the top so that we can find it in the most easy ways? Uh, What do you think about that?
1: I think that's great. I mean, we talked about lists uh, a a bit a while ago. Uh, That was episode 41 uh, Mm -hmm. for people who want to go back and and check it out. But there there's a lot to be done with lists because it's, it's very well having lists but as you and i both know the existence of the list does not mean action items actually get actioned mm. um and uh so you know making sure that things are actually you know easy to do they're in the right place you do the stuff um you know that's that's what this is all about i i feel so
0: totally and i, I as i was going through you know kind of the lists that i love to have the most what 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 I was most reminded of is that the reason why I love some of my lists the most is because they have like a finite amount of content on them. It isn't like pull up a list with like eight thousand things and then you know forget it. You know just now now I'm now I'm numb or dead or walking away or Netflix. So I think I think my first thing when I think about any list that I have is if I pick it up and it feels undoable. It's got too much on it. So mm. step one has got to be deleting, deferring, hiding, um, renegotiating, renaming, removing something, uh, all this stuff. Because I really need my list to present me with, you know, I, I, I always say like the magic number is about 10. Uh, I feel like more than that, and I can't scan it anymore. Um, you know, your mileage may vary and it's not an absolute rule, but you know, it's kind of a give or take number for me. Um controlling the amount of things that I have on any given list has got to be the first thing that I'm that I'm thinking about.
1: Yeah. And one of the other things that I like to use is when lists can't be shorter. Okay. Sometimes for example, a packing list if I only put 10 items on a packing list, I'm going to miss <coughs> something critical okay. like underwear. Um right. I, that that's not a good thing. But I I I like to add more data um to these lists. So instead of it just being like install Z-Wave module in front door lock, I also have 10 minutes on there because that's how long I think it's going to take, adding the the module to my Mm. front door. It's going to take 10 minutes. Adding things like flags for importance or stars or whatever it is that your system uses, highlighter if you're on paper. I love highlighters. Um, You know, um, and, and metadata. So, like, how long is this going to take? Like, what store do I need to go to to buy this? Things like that. That can really help me filter and organize my list um, either in the system or just mentally and look at it and go, yeah, actually, you know what? This isn't such a big thing because Mm -hmm. having a list of 40 things to do is like, oh my God. But when you see that five of them are in the bathroom and will take one minute, then you're like, okay, that's five minutes in the bathroom and I've I've knocked five of these things out. Done. You know, now counters are clean, mirrors clean, um, et cetera, whatever, you know um so that i feel like definitely helps me in that i can look at my list and not be as overwhelmed when these things are longer in fact even when they're shorter i'd still like having that data because especially if i'm having one of those i just want to go and watch netflix days mm-hmm. uh knowing this is going to take me less than five minutes i put food in the oven uh so i've got 20 minutes. I can spend five minutes right now doing this because 20 minutes is not enough time to watch something and I'll have to hit pause to get up and get stuff out of the oven to eat it. Um, and, and so, you know, it's nice being able to go, actually, you know, I can just do this. Um, and, and that definitely helps.
0: That's a, that's a really good point. I, I, I love that idea of differentiation. So where you've got this idea. So I, I bumped into this too recently looking at my waiting list. Um, and I found that on my waiting list, There were things that I had asked other people for that I might need to follow up with them about. Uh, There are also things that I'm waiting for that are just being shipped because I bought them online. uh, And Mm -hmm. so now I'm waiting for them to arrive. And then there are other things on my list that are where I'm waiting for, you know, I can't do this until uh, that particular event or milestone gets crossed. Well, now I have a list of, you know, waiting for that, you know, might require some action or follow up or might not. So differentiating between those three different buckets and, and either tagging or grouping them differently has a made the short, the list shorter. Uh, well, now I have three lists instead of one, but the, all three of them are short because I, now I can scan them and they also have discrete meanings, right? Like, so yes. here are things I'm waiting on other people for, um, but I might need to follow up on that. Uh, here are other things that I'm waiting for that I probably don't have to action and here are other things I'm waiting for that I definitely don't have to action because I am not in control of the thing that they are waiting on at all. So uh, I think having that those discrete meanings for lists makes mm-hmm. the lists that much more valuable and powerful for sure.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, and and some people might be going, I don't know, I don't have that many waiting on items, like I I won't bother splitting that up. That's absolutely fine. You know, you need to find the balance that fits you. For me, sure. I discovered a single errands tag. Oh my gosh, nowhere near enough. So nowhere near enough. So now underneath errands, I have way more tags. I have a generic supermarket tag for things that I can grab in any supermarket. I have tags for specific supermarkets for things that I can only get in that supermarket. Or, you know, special offers that are on things like that. Um, And I have like a whole automated system involved in getting those items into that. So that, you know, makes that much easier to manage. Which is great. Um, and any time that I use a home pod to add something, it just gets dumped into the supermarket list and either I need to figure it out or, you know, live with it. Um Uh But, you know, for for me, having more lists in that sense makes a lot of sense. But you know, as as things have changed and, you know, uh, and so on, I I realized that in fact the vast majority of my items with waiting I can't follow up on. So I not bothered to split that out anymore. In fact, I joined back my waiting on and waiting for uh, tags. Uh, Waiting Mm. for would be, you know, stuff where I can chase somebody about a thing Uh, and waiting on with stuff where I couldn't chase somebody about a thing. I've now just gone back to waiting because in the rare event that I have something that I can chase somebody about, I'll stick it in the notes and then I can look at it and and just pull it up uh, when I'm going through and doing my review there. Mm -hmm. Um, But another thing that I have found with these lists is you've got to pick the right tool. So Ooh. what is my usual task manager tool is not necessarily the tool that I use all the time. Um So for example, I have a list of meals I'm going to eat this week. I have an extremely high-tech solution to this. It's called a biro or a ballpoint pen and a piece of paper. And this lives in my kitchen. And then I write the food down that's that's in the fridge or in the freezer, and... Uh, best before dates on there or you know don't eat this after this date because it'll go bad uh, dates mm-hmm. um and then when i'm going into the kitchen in the evening it's like what am i going to eat like a in the morning one of my, my tasks is to go through and highlight you know what i'm going to eat that evening um you know while while the toast is in the toaster that's that's my job um so i don't really need to think about it and b if i change my mind you know there there's a pretty small list there and that's the solution for that I could absolutely make this way more technical. I could build an air table. I could do any number of things. But you know what? The solution that works is the pen and paper. So picking the right tool uh, for your list and different tools for different kinds of lists, I feel is pretty important for people, for, for at the very least for me. Some people might think everything has to be in one system, otherwise I'm not going to find stuff. And if that's you, that's totally okay. But I split things up and I use whatever tool at that moment feels right. It has very occasionally resulted in me losing a list, and then coming back to it later and going, "Oh, whoops! Well, I guess that's where that packing list went because I was mm. experimenting with this app, and that's where I put it." Um, but you know what? It's it's okay. I've I've never lost anything absolutely critical, um, so I'm I'm pretty happy with my approach.
0: That's that. I mean, that's great, and I and I, I love what you said too about different different tools for different scenarios or or, or purposes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. My 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 favorite, like, famous scenario is, you know, like in my task management system, I have a, 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 a hot list, which is all the things that are due today, plus all the things that I flagged as important, plus, you know, some other things that maybe I've tagged in particular ways. And, I mean, depending on how trustworthy I have been in managing myself, that list may or may not accurately reflect the things going on. And sometimes, like in case of emergency, grab index card and pen. Uh, or biro, as you say, and I write scratch at the top and underline the word scratch because I know this is a scratch list. And this is now just me making my like, to do list for the day, I'm going to, now going to just ignore every app or every system or every other thing. I have particular stuff on my mind that needs to be managed needs to be gotten off my mind. And that's what I'm going to work from now. So that's, that's a, a great you know, sort of list solution. And it, sort of in concert with that, I've been thinking a lot about being very judicious about the kinds of information, um, I put in front of me by virtue of the way in which I have put it in front of me. Um, so I think a lot about uh, home screen widgets on my phone and um, a certain, you know, iPad OS beta that allows one to put many widgets on their iPad. So I mean, my my first instinct was to go bananas bonkers and say awesome, I can post all of my lists right on my screen. And then, uh, and then my whole wheat side said, like, don't do that because if I put all of the information in front of me, I'm basically putting none of the information in front of me because I won't know where to look. Mm-hmm. So being very judicious about what lists get that primo real estate, like get my attention most often because of where they are, I think that's a really important body of thought to go through like there are, there are lists that I most definitely should have on a home screen. And there are lists that I probably most definitely should not. Um, and then there are other lists that, you know, like maybe, maybe this one deserves to occupy, you know, the large widget size and get, you know, because it's a, because it's important enough to occupy that much space or B it has that much content on it. Whereas this other thing, maybe that's a smaller widget. So whether you're using, you know, OmniFocus or Things or Reminders or good tasks or, or all of these different apps that have different widgets, um, I think it's valuable to think about w- w- you, why am I putting this information right front and center? W- why am I doing that? And is that a good thing or not? Is that actually going to be helpful to me or is it going to be distracting or potentially harmful to me? Um, and that's, th- that's what I've been working through myself.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I like having, um, specifically for shopping tags. Like if I'm in the supermarket and, you know, say I'm in supermarket A, I don't want the things that I can't buy in supermarket A coming up there because that's just going to make me, while I'm there, stress out, go, oh, I really should have gone to supermarket B. Well, I'm already here. What can I get? You know, buying then the snacks that don't actually taste as great and therefore make me unhappy. You know, it sounds minimal, but it, it has a knock on impact. When you think mm-hmm. it through long term, you know buying, you know the this chocolate here is not particularly tasty, and then I spend the week regretting that I bought subpar chocolate when I really should have, you know, not thought about it, left, gone to the next store, and gone. Okay, now here are the <laughs> things I can get here, um, or whatever. or Just pick the right store in the first place. So I have that set up for, for that reason. Um, and I also have automations involved in this. Nobody's going to be surprised here that I've got automations. But I like being able to jump to lists at the right time. And I think nearly every task management app uh, has URLs to get to different lists. Um, and so I've got a couple of different ways that I jump to these. I use, um, on the Mac, I, I use the Stream Deck. You could use something like Keyboard Maestro and palettes, or just create shortcuts. Um, and And then you click it and you jump straight to it. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of ways that you can do that. But basically, I like the idea of, I see a button, I click this button, and it shows me this list of things to do, and then I, I, you know, that's what I'm seeing right now. Um, And that is incredibly helpful. So I've got that, I've got a page of shortcuts that comes and goes um, with, um, you know, it, like, one of them is a shopping button, and it's like, okay, are you going supermarket shopping? Are you going general errand shopping? Blah, 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 blah. And it, you know, it gives me then whichever, you know, in in the case of OmniFocus Perspective, if I had things in reminders, it would give me a different reminders list. Um, and so on. Um, and I found that, you know, having those just disappear, uh those those appear and disappear when I need them, you know, so different Stream Deck profiles, etc., helps a lot. But the other thing that I found sometimes that I just need to do is just shove information in my face. Um mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Scotty, but I feel like there are there are times of the day where I just need something like thrown at me and like, you know. You know, like monkeys throw banana peels at people when they want more bananas. Sometimes Hmm. I feel like I just, you know, I need my system to do that for me. Um, And, uh, you know, depending on precisely which system you use, like, there's going to be different ways to do this. Um, I do use shortcuts, automations to change my Apple watch face, which can provide me with different information on different faces. Um, And this is one of the reasons why I like to use reminders for certain lists, because that way, you know, I can have reminders you know show up in a watch face and omnifocus show up in a different watch face and so on which is pretty nice uh you said the widgets before um which is you know also important but one of the the other things that i've done is i've got location automations set up Mm -hmm. for a whole bunch of tags because this way i get to this store or i'm getting close to the store and it pops up and it's like hey do you want the do you want this tag um, now, this isn't perfect. It's just going to show me that tag. In some cases, I have perspectives um, for those places, which I would prefer to get location notifications on. And in my case, OmniFocus doesn't offer them, but other apps do. So I'm using, you know, alternatives uh, for that. Um, but it definitely helps me because that information is just like, here, now, do this. Uh, similarly, you know, tasks like emptying the tumble dryer of the washing machine I added to reminders because once they pop up they're on my iphone home screen i see them every time i pick up my phone or my phone lights up with another notification that's very hard to ignore um and i don't like seeing them there so i'm really glad that they do <laughs> like they come and then they're just sitting there staring at me going are you to do me are to do me are you gonna do me? me it's like okay fine i'll go and empty the tumble dryer uh but you know what it works um and that means that you know these these lists because I've broken things down into those specific subcategories are serving their purpose even better than they, they originally were.
0: For sure. There, there, are two, there are two major things there that, that you said I want to pick up and, and build on just a little bit. The the, the URL thing. I mean, I, I cannot understate, A, how helpful that is to be able to link to stuff, and B, how often I forget that that is a thing, <laughs> strangely. I mean, like it, we're on the internet. Everything has a link to everything. Um, so, you know, whether that's, you know, a link to a list of tasks that I put in a calendar reminder or in a note or in a draft or in some meeting minutes or in a doc that I should, you know, share at work. I mean, even if the link only works for me, um, that's fine. (laughs) If I'm, if I'm giving myself a shortcut back to a list of tasks that is relevant to a thing, uh, wherever that makes sense to do, I should do that because that is wonderful to be able to just click somewhere and arrive at relevant related actions that makes me very happy uh and I try and do that a lot and I mean even even within my own task management system you know having a link to a particular project in the notes of another task uh just so that I can re- reference it or or maybe jump from one to the other um super helpful um the other thing it was you're you're talking about um using using tags in your case but um subcategorizing things as if you mm-hmm. had you know many different folders and would nest them <laughs> um but i i came into this where i used to have a group of tags for people you know so here is my here here's my my boss my wife my my children uh, the people uh, i support at work um like the members of my team my peers my clients my pals my friends i uh, this long list of names and it was becoming really long which was fine but then I found myself thinking it would really be helpful if I could know all of the things that are going on about my immediate family. So now I've been taking to grouping these tags, like here's my immediate family group that has, you know, like my wife and my kids. And here's another like group of people that are my immediate teams, so like my boss and, and the people on my team. And here's my peer group uh, so that I can look at things, you know, like you said, in the case of errands, right? You can look at all your errands or you can look at just the things in that store. I can look at the things that relate to a specific person, or I can also look at the things that relate to the sphere in which that person resides in my life. Yeah. Um, and I found that those are very helpful lists to be able to have. So I don't have to say, okay, show me, you know, tag X, but also tag Y and also tag Z because I want to look at those together as a group. Now I've just got, I've, the way I've been grouping things helps put that together for me. And that is uh, incredibly helpful um, because and, and it also ended up being a list I didn't know I needed <laughs> because, you know, now when we have a team meeting, for example, I can, you know, bring up the list of all the things that are tagged with each of my team members. So I can say, oh, here here are things that I might want to talk about at a team meeting or not. Uh, and so now I'm actually going through that same sort of exercise with meetings that happen on a regular basis because I have some tags about those um you know grouping them into some sort of sphere of of focus so that i have a sense of you know here are all the things about x that i might want to talk about at these particular venues um and i think that's a really interesting way of of categorizing things together as well
1: i think it absolutely is and that's something you know on the one hand you might feel like oh but i i speak to this person so rarely. is it worth having you know a tag or a list or whatever for them um and i would say yes like, don't forget, mm-hmm. especially digital. The stuff doesn't cost money, even if it's on paper. How much is one piece of paper really going to cost you? You know, over time. What you know, if you look at your list, if it bothers you every single week, you can put it away and you know, put it in a different folder and then bring it back when you need it or whatever. Just use post its, whatever it is. But I feel like sometimes, like being able to break things down and cross search cross-reference things and look at it and and just go straight down and being able to narrow down to precisely what it is that you need at that moment is incredibly important and that's more of a systems mm-hmm. thing but that's one of the reasons why we have lists right because lists are part of a bigger system now your system you may think oh my gosh my life is completely not a chaos well guess what everybody's life is chaos it's <clears throat> just different levels of organization that hopefully they're doing well handling not everybody but you know hopefully um and, you know, all you can do is, is build your lists in a way that means that you can do your things. So, you know, I have a reading list and I have two different reading lists. I have a list of fiction books to read and a list of nonfiction books to read. Um, and then I realized actually, you know what? Some of these only work as audiobooks. Um, you know, like I theoretically I can sit down and read them, but I find my attention wandering. But the narrator has mm-hmm. done a really good job. So I added mm-hmm. another book, uh, another list of audiobooks to listen to. Um, and you know these are all books. theoretically, I could read any of them you know whenever, but when you're in the right mood, you don't want to be scrolling through a list of yeah, refuse to choose, the atomic habits, the checklist manifesto, oh right, yeah, now there's that book that I was looking at reading, the new Philip Pullman or whatever it is. Um, you know you don't, you you want to be able to get your data when you want it. Um, and if your list of things to read is books on your Kindle or in the Kindle app, or whatever it is on your Kobo, that's fine. Just as long as your list is serving its purpose when you need it to. Um, and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can do these. Um, but, you know, whatever way works for you.
0: Absolutely. And and I, the one thing that we have said in probably about eight different ways throughout these different examples or explorations too, that probably we should just Call out and just say like i I am aware of this is that one of the most important aspects of having these lists at all is the uh, ability to rethink them and say this list doesn't mean the same thing to me today as it meant even two weeks ago when I first made it. um you know, like you said about tags, it doesn't cost you anything to to experiment with adding a tag or adding a list or adding a title or some metadata. If it doesn't work, remove it. You know, give yourself the freedom and um, latitude to to try, as well as the freedom and latitude to take a list. Even if this list has worked this way for you, it's it's okay. If it doesn't work anymore, that's okay for it to not work anymore. We can change that. We can change the content of it. We can change the the reason it exists. We can change the way it is named, the way it is grouped with other things. We can all of all of everything. Can be adjusted and changed, and it should because your life is going to grow. You are going to grow. the The conditions around you will change, and your lists and system can change to reflect that. Words, words matter, you know. Whether you name a list waiting on or waiting for, I mean, I've, I I found little changes like that can make a huge difference to what something means to me, and therefore the way in which I look at it, and therefore when I look at it, or if I even look at it. So um, taking the time to revisit and look at and think about all of these lists that you have, that's that's really where the goal is, is, is to continuously improve. Will it be perfect? Probably not. Will it ever be perfect? Also probably not. Um, but can it always get a little bit better and reflect your needs in a moment? Also probably so.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. It this need like your lists need to serve your needs your system needs to serve your needs you need to be happy in that you can find stuff when you need to sometimes you don't care what's on the list or that the list exists it's just collecting things for the future when hopefully you'll have time to deal with this but you know what that's totally okay like you don't need to be dealing with this stuff right now you just need to know that your system is there to serve you when you need it um and that that's all this is about, you know, with lists, having that information so that the correct information can be surfaced at the correct moment for you. That's what we care about. I mean, that's what I care about at the very least. You know, if if I get the information that I need when I need it, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. We're good. You that's know, right. so long and thanks for all the fish. That's you know, right. I'll sign up right there. Oh, you got um, it there.
0: I was just going through uh, our episode yeah. list we got Airtable, we got Chocolate and now we've got a hitchhiker's reference, so I think that's three three points. we <sighs> okay. We're, there we go. Good. That's our we're checklist good. done. Excellent.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, sometimes your lists uh, will be templates. That's another kind of thing that we've not talked about. Um, you know, template lists. Um, you know, where you you go through and you check off the same things every single time. But that's you know, pick whatever it is you need to do. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely going to be going through like Scotty, your, your example of the team that that's given me an idea. Cause I, I work with two, three ish kinds of groups of people at work, um, which is wonderful. I love it. Um, but sometimes it's useful to know, Hey, like actually, you know what, this is, you know, the testing people I need to talk to or the development people I need to talk to. And sometimes I do actually have questions generically for a group of people. Mm-hmm. So I should actually put. You know those tags in, and then reorganize the people underneath those tags so that information is automatic. Um, because that that's wonderful. Um, so I'm gonna steal that from you. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Uh, you're a great artist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you.
0: So now we are at the end of our episode. Thank you, Rosa. It's always a fantastic discussion. And thank you, uh, dear listener, for listening and uh, and and uh, and spending this time with us. Uh, again, you can learn. Uh, more about us, and hear all the back catalog of episodes at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And again, if you would like to support us, we'd love you for it. com slash unnested, which gives you access to our AMA, uh, which has a growing list of questions uh, that I'm really looking forward to tackling uh, here with you, Rose. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh,
1: we've got some great stuff lined up for the next one.
0: We have. Uh, and uh, so, of course, uh, bonus episodes where we tackle uh, those uh, AMA-like questions or uh, special um, listener challenges, or uh, items of interest, or, or, or what have you, uh, nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. Uh, but we can also be found as individual human people on the internet. Rosemary Orchard, where might that be for you?
1: Uh, that would be at rosemaryorchard.com, or with the uh, username rosemaryorchard on micro.blog or Twitter. Scotty, what about you?
0: I can be found at heyscottyj.com, or by the same name on Twitter as well well thanks uh everybody uh rose again another uh wonderful uh conversation and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks
1: goodbye everyone